the latest in agricultural media and some smart conversation. This is the Ag Communicators Network podcast, and here's your host, Kelsey Litchfield. episode of the AgCom Network podcast. I'm Kelsey Litchfield and I'm coming at you from Champaign, Illinois here at the University of Illinois and the College of Aces. And I am so excited for today because I've had Ag Media Summit on my brain for a long time now. I've booked my hotel, I've booked my shuttle service, I've I've done registration and I've been waiting legitly all summer for this. So I'm so excited to come to Scottsdale and who better to have a guest on this podcast than Diane Johnson, who's the executive director of the Livestock Publications Council. And Diane, you've been in Scottsdale since Tuesday, right? Yes, ma'am. Yes. Getting prepared and all ready to go. We are getting our shipments in and have gotten most everything unpacked. And right now I'm ready for people. You're ready for people to come. I get in Saturday. We were talking about this earlier and I'm getting in about a day early so I can like lounge by the pool a little bit maybe and then get into straight conference mode. So we'll see (laughs) how that goes. But um, Diane, for those that maybe don't know who you are, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Well, I'm Diane Johnson based in Fort Worth, Texas. Um, I'm executive director of Livestock Publications Council which of course, along with AAEA, is a member of the Ag Media Summit. And Ag Media Summit is in its 20th year, 20th anniversary, and this is my 20th year. So I don't know, it'd be interesting to see how many people have been to all 20 of them. We might be able to find that out when everybody gets here, but it's been a great ride and we're back out here in um, Scottsdale, a beautiful resort. Um, I think people are really gonna enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'll give you some more details as we go along. And I'm curious because obviously, and I, when I throw my age out there, some people start to cringe because they're like, you're too young. Don't tell me your age, but I'm only 23. So in Ag Media Summit started 20 years ago, which would have been when I was three years old. I'm sorry for saying that. I really am. But um, I'm, I'm curious, how did this conference get started and why? That's, uh, it's actually has a very interesting beginning. Back many years ago, obviously it'd be probably 25 years ago, both AAEA and LPC were having their own individual conferences and they were kind of going after the same type of material with um, not only, you know, workshop topics, but in some cases, the same sponsors. And so Warren Morris at uh, Vance Publishing at the time he was very key um, into getting this started. So it started with the Ag Publishers Association, which is now Connected Agri-Media Committee. Three of us, three organizations joined together. And it took us about three years to come up with the concept and then probably another five years to perfect it. But our first one was in 1999. It was in Denver. You're going to see some pictures from that fun year that we had um, with the cow milking contest. And uh, anyway, so it started then, and then it's just evolved into this uh, monster or, um, event. Mm-hmm. There, uh, this year, I have to read this because it's so long, mm-hmm. but it'll be, um, of course, our groups and then um, the National ACT, the Ag Communicators of Tomorrow, so our students. We have about 115 students that are signed up. But then the group, like I said, I have to read it. 
the Agricultural, or I mean, excuse me, Association for Communication Excellence in Agricultural Natural Resources and Life and Human Sciences, which is basically ACE. So that's more of our extension and university folks. Okay. There are about 200 of uh, their attendees who are going to join us. And our total right now, we're pushing about, we're between 775 and 780 registered people right wow. now. Wow. How does that compare wow. to other years? Given that it's well, a, there's a lot more organizations this year, but how does that compare? If you really look at it, if you would take out, like, let's say the 180 to 200 who identify only with ACE, we're right on target with what, with what we've had in the past. We've, we've grown to between 625 and 650 people the last several years. Wow, that's, that's quite amazing considering that 20 years ago it was an idea and then you said you perfected it and now look to where it's grown. And right. I think my favorite thing about Agni to Summer, one of my favorite things is how we go all over the US. Um, like this year we were in Scottsdale, last year we were in Salt Lake City, and I know it's been clear up in New York and down in Florida. And why is that important to be kind of all over the country and exploring new places for this conference? Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up so I can explain that because we do get questions on that. And, and some people have questioned why we've come out west two years in a row. But uh, just to clarify that, ACE um, typically has their meetings in June. And but they wanted to come west. So when we were in negotiations with them, they did a compromise to change their dates to August. And we made the compromise to come west again. So but other than that, we do try and go to new places. This is a very adventurous crowd. Mm -hmm. Many people hadn't been in Utah last year. Yeah. And then so many people who are coming to Arizona in the middle of summer. We're in 109. <laughs> it's great. But we do try and bring them to different areas so that um they can experience, especially the agriculture opportunities with the tours. You know, we were in Indianapolis, which was a great location because of the drive-in traffic, but there's also so much agriculture that people don't know about in that area. And then next year, we're going up to the Minneapolis area. And of course, the International Federation of Ag Journalists Congress will be with us next year. So that's going to add another 150 to 200 international guests. Right. We're going to have tours up there too. So we kind of make it so that you know, we're not always in the West Coast, not always in the East Coast, not always in the middle of the country. We, we like some variety and we know some people have to compromise on travel time, but uh, we do feel that um, offering new opportunities every year keeps it exciting. And not to put you on the spot, Diane, but I'm kind of curious where or what has been your favorite Ag Media Summit location? Ay, ay, ay. Oh, you know, I've been asked that before. I think it's each year is so different that I have favorite parts of each one. Right. Um, I am going to go with it being in, I'm not sure. <laughs> Let me come back to that. Okay. I really don't know because there've been, I mean, I've loved every year with different reasons. Yeah. And that's what I think makes this conference so special and from my experience, going all over the country has allowed me to travel and get outside of my comfort zone as well, because I'm based in Illinois, and all I see is corn and soybean fields, and even flying over to Arizona and looking out the airplane window, I see so much um, diversity in what I see below within the fields and the landscape and things like that, and I think it's 
anytime you, you can get outside your comfort zone, do it because that's where you grow. Um, and I can definitely say Agbiism has done that for me. Yeah, I would, I would agree. And I hope it has affected some other people like that too. Let's talk a little about this year. What are some of the notes that you have for this year's conference in Scottsdale? Well, I think one thing I do have notes all over this desk um, that I did just do a count and we represent 45 states. Oh my, out of 10 states. There's somebody wow. from 45 states and then Germany, South Africa, and Canada. So um, we, I, I, I guess I should find out what states aren't represented. I could figure that out as well. <laughs> that might be a little easier than Yeah, exactly. I should have done it that way. But um, a few of the things, uh, the tours on Saturday, we've got two different tours that are going to go out very early in the morning so that they can get back before it's too um, hot. And it's, it, I don't want to use the word typical um, ag tours, but, you know, they're going to hit um, dairy. Uh, they're going to Arizona Grain. They're going to an olive, uh, Queen Creek Olive Mill, mm -hmm. uh, which I think a couple years ago, if I recall, they went there too. So we've got two sets of tours that will be out on uh, Saturday. We've got great attendance at those. Mm -hmm. And then um, Sunday night, got to talk about the famous welcome party. And, yeah. It's um, called Famous for a reason. Um, the theme is party like it's 1999 because we started. And I have to say that every year um, I'll think, oh, what are we going to do for the party? You know, because people say, they start asking about it. And so this year we decided let's just reflect back on all of the 20 years. And so we've posted on Facebook and in some other information that's gone out just a little bit about each year. And they really got going probably in about 2005 and got to be where people were really into it. Mm -hmm. And um, so all the themes are listed out there and people can pick their favorite and then to dress up like that. And, um, you know, it's everything from New Orleans when we all were wearing beads and uh, in Minnesota in 2010 when it was dressed like a Minnesotan. And I've already talked to Oli this morning. We will have an Oli and Lena there. Um, I'm hoping the church ladies come back. That was from Minnesota. But then, of course, last year's was simple. It was red, white, and blue. Uh, when we were here in Scottsdale, we were talking earlier that that year was fun because it was uh, Fiesta Blanca. So everyone got to dress up in white and we ate white foods and the room was white. And so anyways, so welcome party. We are going to have, um, I just guaranteed with the hotel, 600 people. So wow. um, it's, you're going to meet some new people then. Yes. And then starting on um, Monday and Tuesday, it's just workshop overload. We've got over 80 workshops. Um, ACE, of course, it has brought in some new um, topics for us, and they have more sessions than we typically do. Mm -hmm. And we want to encourage everyone that you can go to whichever one you want. There is no barriers on it's just because it says ACE in the description. You can go to whatever you want. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's all across the board. So about 80 workshops, I think when I did a count on how many speakers, we had about 125 speakers. Wow. So now, of course, some panels, and, but there should be 125 different uh, people with a speaker ribbon on. Mm -hmm. And then, um, you know, you have a free evening on um, Monday night after the Info Expo closes. We've got a great um, set of sponsors and exhibitors there. 
I will say about Monday night, there's about five minute walk from here. There's some wonderful restaurants and shops. Nice. Kind of a, you've been to Zona Rosa in Kansas city or the plaza there, or it's just, it's an outdoor kind of uh, walking shopping restaurants. So if people want to walk over there, even just to get out Mm -hmm. and that's very close. And then Tuesday we'll wrap up with the awards dinners on Tuesday night Mm -hmm. and uh, give lots of awards and honors and, then there'll be some change of um, leadership with the annual meetings where we'll have new officers and just lots going on. And then it'll be over and then I'll be really sad. Everybody <laughs> has to leave. <laughs> I think that's the thing. Every year it goes by so quickly. And then I come to Wednesday morning and I'm like, hold up. Where did this weekend week go? And oh, it, it does go very fast. There's no question. And once it starts, it is rolling. Yeah. But we do have a question. Samantha asks, tell us about the keynote speaker for the Tuesday luncheon. Oh, I have to look at it because I can't do it off the top of my head. But it's Fernanda Santos. Uh, She is from this area. She's from Brazil. But I'm going to kind of read this. Sorry. But. She learned to penetrate worlds that were foreign to her and find commonality with people who, on the surface at least, had little in common with her. In this talk, she will tell us about her journey in this country, how she used empathy and curiosity to guide her reporting to open doors and the lessons she has learned along the way. She has done reporting on politics, policy, public education, crime, natural disasters. So it's, uh, it's going to be a very interesting. And she is also going to be on a panel, um, I think, in crisis management. So she'll be speaking twice and that particular luncheon is for everybody so on monday we've got two different luncheons going on but on tuesday everyone who you know was planning to go will be in the room. anything else from the top of your mind that you want to share before we forget uh, you know i haven't asked a couple times on the dress code i'll just oh, yeah. real quickly. um it's business casual uh you know use your judgment the hotel's cold <laughs> it's really chilly so those of you who, you know, you think you need to be wearing like sleeveless uh, blouses or do think about that because you don't want to be sitting in the meeting room freezing. And then Tuesday night is um, dressy. Mm-hmm. I would say usually the men wear a jacket and ties and then the women are, are in dressy pants or dresses, not cocktail clothing. I'll say one little side note, and this is kind of, I'm going to kind of direct this towards the students. Mm-hmm. Just remember that you kind of are on a job interview and you don't know you are because the uh, professionals are watching and you might even get the opportunity to get an interview here right. and they are, they're watching. And I will tell you, our students, again, 20 years worth of them have been great. We do not have any issues with them. There have sometimes been a few questionable lengths of skirts, mm-hmm. but I, um, I think if you use your judgment, but do know that um, you are what you are, what you wear. Mm-hmm. And so I like your idea that maybe wear some statement pieces that indicate your personality. And be comfortable too. I yeah. know, I know last year with salt in Salt Lake city, we had to, or technically we were in snowbird. We um, were walking a little bit. Is this all in one area where, will we have to go out and out and do some walking or how does that work? Nope. It is all within one side of the hotel. Basically, the hotel, when you walk in, you got grand entrance to the left of your hotel rooms and to the right are the meeting rooms. Nice. So very, very convenient. You don't have to move very much. 
In fact, it probably wants to move a little bit in between. Yeah, maybe go outside and get a dip in the pool for exercise. <laughs> um, we have another question, Diane. Elaine wants to know, is the welcome party indoors or outside this year? It is indoors. It will be. It, it's taking too big of a chance to have it out in some of their the places that we could. But it, it's in there, the big ballroom, big windows that uh, um, overlook the golf course. So you're not going to feel like you're tucked in a uh, ballroom because they're windows, but it is inside and it'll be cool. And Quasimojo, for those of you who remember the band, which is made up of some of our own people, they're, they're making a comeback. Ooh. The band is back. So they're going to play on Sunday night. We've got the dance floor. And so they'll pep it up. But uh, yeah, so that's going to be a part of Sunday night's party too. Great. Exciting. I don't know how you want to go about this question, but I did receive this question from someone else. How can people tag along if they are unable to join in person? Well, there'll be a lot of social media. Let's see. Our hashtag is ag media. So I'm a terrible tweeter. I think in the past it's been hashtag ag media. It is because one time we had it different. It was going to a whole different group. So it's, I'm pretty sure it's hashtag ag media. media. So any, anyone that's at the conference, live tweeting, Facebook living, Instagram live, if you can help us spread the message and spread what we're learning. I plan on live tweeting um, the event and everything that I learned personally. And hopefully some people unable to come can hopefully follow along on social media. So, but if you Absolutely. can come in person, they can register on site, correct? Right. We're only on site right now. So we would love to have a few more, but we uh, were very, very pleased with the, the attendance. And I'm looking forward to the blend of all of the people, the the new folks, and we're looking forward to having them as a part of it. And um, I'm sure that there's going to be a lot of things learned. I will say something about the ACE group that they're bringing that we've never had, but they've got like a poster session and some research that I think those editors, writers, people who are needing some information for stories, there's going to be a whole different set of people here that they're going to be able to use as sources. Yeah, that would be a great advantage. Well, I think the combination of all the exhibitors and Info Expo, the -hmm. combination of researchers that are going to be there and just, you know, communications people, we really, this this is going to be a good year. I'm I'm excited to see the results of all of that. Well, Diane, is there anything else that we didn't cover that you want to make sure that people know about or? um... Um, No, I think we covered everything. I did have one little note that kind of came up this morning for those of you traveling into, um, you know, coming into the airport. If you want to post on social media, if you're comfortable with that post that, you know, you're getting in at 10 o'clock in the morning on a Southwest flight, American flight, we might be able to get some of you connected to share a, a taxi or Uber. Mm-hmm. So feel free. And I don't mind if you even private message me if you don't want to put it out there. But, you know, I would rather have people, you know, connecting at the airport and saving a little bit of money. Yeah. So that's I, I have a problem connecting people. I've already got a couple of people I'm trying to connect. So good. feel free to let me know. Yeah. So anyone that's watching, if you're flying into Sky Harbor, I know like me, I'm flying into the other, the Phoenix Mesa Airport, which is a little bit smaller. Feel free to contact Diane or... I know you can message AEA or LPC and they can help you get connected with someone. We want this event to be as fun and not stressful at all for you. Because Diane and I were talking about before we hopped on this 
Ag Media Summit's like a family reunion. When someone asks me to wrap up an Ag Media Summit into just one phrase, I say it's like a family reunion. And I've been only going for five years, but I can yeah. say it's, that's a very true statement. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, we're a bunch of cool people. <laughs> and we're cool people that like to have fun yeah yeah we do I like to have fun that's for sure samantha just came on she goes there is an event mobile app available for download yes is that new this year uh we had it last year okay. but we do have one thank you samantha and we're going to miss samantha this year but she's taking care of her baby um but yes there is a mobile app and you can get it in the iTunes and the Google Play Store. It's very easy to find and download. And we've been trying to keep it up with every detail. And so, um, yeah, thanks, Samantha. Awesome. Well, if you, anyone else, if you have any questions about Ag Media Summit, um, feel free to message the AEA Facebook page. Or um, I know, Diane, your information is available on the Ag Media Summit website, although you're probably on, you're on site right now. So mm -hmm. you're tidying up a lot of um, details there on site or messaging even the LPC Facebook page. I'm sure we can get you the details if you have any burning last minute questions or want to connect with other people maybe at the airport. So well thank you Diane for hopping on and telling us a little bit about Ag Media Summit this year. I'm sure I'm one of the many people that are excited to be in Scottsdale this coming weekend and next week. Well we're looking forward to it. We're gonna get it going. This has been an Ag Communicators Network podcast. Thanks for listening. And please visit us online at agcomnetwork.com for more great content.